This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to another podcast session brought to you guys by Hisa team. Uh, today, Markets Monday is every Monday. We usually sit down and we meet and we talk about what to expect on markets, how various markets within uh, the country has, has, has opened and how um, various political, uh, various events, not political, various events that have spun out over the week, over the weekend are likely to affect um this week in terms of trading performance thank you my name is felix Uchang and i'll be your host for today uh sadly davis is not in today um davis will be joining us again next week today i'll be guiding you guys across various markets uh probably what i'll start with is uh, first of all for those of you who are joining us on this live recording on the telegram channel uh, please feel free if you have a question you can always just raise your hand if you want to comment on something Feel free to always just raise your hand and then you can always be able to just let me know and I'll be able to uh, to guide you in and, and also give you uh, probably a leeway to, to speak. So uh, last week um, on the uh, last week on the Nairobi Securities Exchange, uh, we saw a little bit of an increase in activity um, market uh, week on week on the market. Uh, the first thing that would be very noticeable on, on, on the market is that uh, for the first time, I know we've been talking about uh, Safaricom as a company, taking a lot of activity on the market uh, by probably being like a market leader when it comes to uh, the activities that have been happening on the market. But for last week, we saw the banks actually dominate trading uh, on the NSE. Um, banks actually took in a lot. Um, we saw banks like KCB, um, Equity Bank, and I and M uh, form uh, quite a chunk of what was trading last week. So that's one thing that I know we're going to talk about in this session. We're also just going to talk about um, a few things that happen that, that are happening this week, including um, TransCentury, which has released the results this week. We saw, uh, we think Khan General has also released their financial reports for for this year, for, for sorry, the half year results something as well that we might be touching on before market um uh, that they released the results before market opened so this is something as well that is going to be very interesting for us as investors on the market to be able to really just continue looking up to even as we proceed with this session uh transcentury plc i know that's a company that we've been waiting for uh, because there's been news on tcl as a company uh, news of acquisition um uh, by East African Cables, they okay, not really acquisitions of the East African Cables. What they said was that uh, they had planned to voluntarily delist um, from the market. We know that um, TCL has been one of those companies that have really delayed, uh, that uh, that have affected in one way or another, uh, that have affected uh, EABL, uh, East African Cables, that is CABL, um, from releasing the financial results. For those of you who who don't understand how this really relates is that one of them is a subsidiary of the other. I know there's a podcast that we talked about with Davis where we, we actually mentioned about companies that are listed and are part of, um, that are subsidiaries of other companies. Um, some of the companies that we mentioned during that podcast was uh, Longhorn, which is also a subsidiary, which is considered as a subsidiary of Centum as well. 
um and many more many more other companies so always uh, be sure to head head on to his and just check on the app uh check on the podcast i think it should be markets monday that was um the fifth podcast that we did where we mentioned about the company um having a little bit of sort of like an engagement uh with uh, companies that are subsidiaries of the other so that's one thing that we are really going to continue um looking into uh now back to what happened within the week last week we saw safaricom plc release their results um safcom is a major um move on the market and probably i don't know if we would want to relate the the release of these results with 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 what really happened on the market uh why with the banks um sort of waking up uh, literally from from a long sleep because of, of the past three the past one month actually week on week safaricom has been the market leader in terms of activity and not just market leader by a small margin market leader by as much as probably about um as much as maybe about 60 65 and we even saw last week the the previous week that is week 18 where safcom was actually leading uh by a point of about 79% that was close to like 80% of the market activity on the nairobi securities exchange uh talking of the indices what happened with the index data is we saw the all share index uh, that is nasi drop i think um for the first time but it dropped by a huge margin as well about 3.12% so looking at it from a percentage standpoint it's 3.12 looking at it from a basis point it's about 5.3 uh basically this might have been was likely backed by uh the decline uh, um of safaricom which just as i mentioned as well is a is a is a market mover so safcom declined week on week uh, to about um, 3.43% uh, that's closing down to about 39 shillings and 40 cents uh, the weighted average for safcom was at 39 shillings and 40 cents as of friday uh, this is down from 40 shillings and 80 cents where safaricom was actually trading at that was on um, uh, on the previous week uh safcom did um, about 32% of market activity in case you're wondering safcom's activity was about um, 32.14% on the market but on the other side we saw the banks bring about uh 60.96% of the market uh on the banking sector uh, safcom did 3.21 which is trans- which translated to about 980 million worth of shares which are transacted within the week so in case you're wondering um the activity on safcom i believe that's one thing that you as an individual you can definitely be able to uh to just um check into so i'd really encourage you to try and check a little bit in some of these things uh i'm just checking again checking today uh and you can you can actually check this with me as well if you if you have the hisa app i'm just checking on activity on safaricom safaricom is currently the top move on the market but seems like it's still headed down uh safcom is down right now about 0.25 percent um trading at a price of about 39.05 remember when we were talking about the market safcom closed the week at uh, at at 9:40 and right now it's trading at 39 um 39.05 i'm seeing bids uh bids on the market total of 2.23 million bids uh, total supply is about 506000 
total demand, uh, bulk of this demand is really at 39 flat. We have about 628,000 at 39. We also have 492,000 at 39 shillings and 20 cents. But on the supply side, we the majority of what we can see or what you can be able to see is um, about 90,540. So probably what we can do is we can run a poll later on just so that you guys give us your sentiments on what you think Safaricom uh, on how Safaricom would actually uh, be able to perform within the week. So look, coming to the banking sector, which was uh, a top performer. So the, the main thing when we're looking at these sectors is we always look at Safaricom from the telecommunications sector because it's the only company that is on the banking sector, there are a lot of banks that are listed on the on, on the NSE's banking sector, but cumulatively, uh, the banking sector had about 1.8 billion of shares which were uh, transacted for last week. This is about 60.96% of the week's traded value. Uh, KCB was the highest mover in that um, sector, moving about 21 million shares valued at uh, 625 million Kenyan shillings. I'm checking on KCB's performance right now again through the HISA app and I can be able to see uh, KCB bids uh, about 109,000, supply is about 67,400. Uh, a lot of these bids, uh, sorry, uh, on KCB bids are 198,000. I was checking Kenjin, <laughs> sorry, apologies on that. Uh, so that's the, that's that, that's one thing that I know we'd, we'd really be looking into. I'm just waiting for data from KCP trade, and then I'll be able to share that with you. So there could be a little bit of activity on, 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 on KCB as a stock uh, over the next few weeks. Probably investors are just trying to get into the market. Guys are just trying to do a little bit more of activity here and there uh, on the exchange. So that's one thing that we'd really be looking into when as time goes through. So don't worry, we'll, we'll be checking out on this data for for all these stocks and how they move and you can also be able to just track this data i was just downloading the hisa app um i know i know most of us take time before they would be able to get some of this but it would be interesting for you as an investor whether you're investing in the local markets whether you're investing in offshore there's a lot of activity that is coming in uh through through the hisa app uh, in terms of um other sectors how other sectors performed um and also, let me just give you guys one thing on the banking sector. Equity Bank as well moved about 20 million shares, valued at about 823 million Kenyan shillings. Uh, equity closed at about 40 shillings and 95 cents. Uh, KCB was fairly stable within the week at about 41 shillings and 95 cents. That is as at the close of Friday. Uh, Centum, uh, I know this is a company that most of us have really been looking into. That is in the investment sector. Centum closed the week about 6.55% higher at about 15 shillings and 45 cents with a volume of 2.8 million shares valued at 41 million uh, transacted on the market. So I know that we will always be looking on to how these other companies are performing. Um, not only are we looking at these small sectors, but you as an investor, what you can always do is you can get into the market and have a look at, at, at how most of these companies listed on the Nairobi Securities Exchange are actually uh, performing. Uh, this gives you an opportunity to just also have a gauge of your portfolio. Uh, last week on the gainers list, uh, <laughs> we had Nairobi Business Ventures actually move about 12.1%. Uh, 
Crown Paints, weirdly, it was on the movers, on the gainers list as well, about 8.89% up share price um, activity. So that's one thing I know we'll also be really looking in. On the loser side, um, weirdly enough, the companies that, Uchumi still going down on the race to zero, closing at 0.23. Sun Group was down about 8.85%. I think that is definitely because of the um of the statement that they released that they would delay in in publishing their the financial statement but i think it's also for the good now look at it from this standpoint as an investor i believe and look at this from two points Stan group might have probably found a lot of of um of activity within the financials what we usually call book cooking so they might have found this and they're just trying to clean it up before they give you the final things as an investor so what you should be able to brace yourself for as an investor is this. If the financials were bad, then you need to be prepared that you might continue to take a hit. But if they figure out that um, it might not have been as bad as, um, as, as initially, as most investors would probably think, then, in, then they might just give us stable reports, stable results, so that we can also be able to just um as investors we can also be able to uh, we'll sell a lot of rally uh, on the stock because personally uh just in my personal opinion once again remember guys whatever we mentioned through uh markets monday whatever we mentioned through all our podcasts on hisa necessarily don't reflect uh, the opinion of the company and also these opinions are purely for educational purposes you should not take this into consideration when making a purchase or a sale of any stock so on another angle, in my opinion, I feel Scan Group is highly undervalued as a company. The price, the entry price would really be good for an investor. If you do your, your research and then you figure out that it's good, I think prices of about five shillings and 50 cents or thereabout would really be good for as a comp as, as for you as an investor for getting into a company and just hoping that um, we get to see the previous actions of the previous um, management, if, if if the current management will continue that, and I, I definitely believe that this is something we could be able to, to expect. But also for you as an investor, just a disclaimer is, if the financials are bad, you should be prepared for something like Stan Group not issuing a dividend. Um, you should be prepared for a, a sell-off, a massive sell-off by, by by a few by, by retail shareholders, because See, stocks that are trading below, stocks that trade uh, lower and are usually attractive like Scan Group, I've had a lot of retailers buy into it and accumulate them over time. You find guys having close to about 100, 200,000 shares. Um, if, if you get 10 guys having 200,000 shares, that's 2 million shares. If they dump it on the market, you definitely would expect a share price. Right so that's one thing. But also if the prices, if the company activity continues to become positive, as it's always been, then we definitely would look up um, for share price probably rallying back to the price of about nine shillings. Uh, that that would just be my personal opinion once again. This does not necessarily mean that you as an investor would need to buy Scan Group as a stock. Uh, then another thing that we'd probably be really looking into this week is uh, we're still seeing a little bit of activity on BOC. BOC Kenya, um, these are some of the companies that guys really don't look into, but I'm just mentioning them because they're in the movers list, they're also in the gainers. Uh, some of them are in the losers, some are in the gainers list. Uh, so we talked about the movers, uh, and now we're looking at the losers. And 
um, Wissing Express, Kenya, BOC, Olympia, and Uchumi. I don't, I don't know what, what you guys really think, but we can also just um, start a, a chat today on the HISA platform, the discussion forum on HISA, and we can just actually just agree uh, to, to probably just have an outlook on, on, on Uchumi, for example. What's your take on Uchumi? I'd really, really love to know your take on Uchumi. So please just um, head over to HISA and just give me comments on what you think would, would be your, your, your thoughts of Uchumi. Because um, I actually, my personal opinion once again is, I don't know what Uchumi is doing on the market. Uchumi should actually, these are companies that, the, I, I don't know what, I don't think Uchumi has a future, so to speak. Um, at least not on the NSE. Probably if somebody else acquires it for the brand, but of course, um, I, my personal opinion, Uchumi should not be on the market. So uh, another thing that we'd really be looking into, now if we're looking on the single stock, Safaricom was still the top leader. Um, KCB came in later, equity as well later. If we're looking on a single stock, if we're looking on the sector, then definitely the banking sector had, uh, was, 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 was tops. KCB moved about 30.34% of the total market activity that was trading um, last week. Uh, so that's one thing that we'd really be, we'd, we'd still be looking into uh, on the market. Currently uh, on the NSE, we're still seeing a little bit of activity uh, here and there. Uh, so that's one thing we're really going to be, we, we'd, we'd really be looking into over time as, as, as things go by. So that's one thing as well that as investors, I know we'd really be interested in so that we can be able to just push forward and understand a few things here. And I know most of us are interested in just wondering what level of engagement are these companies really having? What level of engagement um, is the activity on the market for, for, for these companies that are listed on the Nairobi Securities? All right. So um, matters that are likely to be moving the market this week. Uh, I know a lot of you have, have seen it and we might have looked at it as, as a small issue as a non-issue on the market but it really is a growing concern is it's currently what what i think is would actually be worrying is the activity between um israel and gaza where we're seeing um it, it's almost leveling to a full-scale war a full-scale war between israel and the hamas um militia in in gaza militants gaza so we're really hoping it doesn't get to that level because <clears throat> we also saw the other day uh, Israel claimed that there were um, two rockets that were two rocket missiles that were actually fired uh, from 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 uh, Iran. Uh, Iran, Iran, tomato, tomato, still the same thing. <laughs> so, if if we get to that level and we see other countries are involved, we saw a few guys drag Qatar into 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 the the issue as well. If you think this moving across most of these other markets, then definitely as an investor, you should be able to expect a few things. Number one, being that um, if, if Iran gets involved actively, even if the if Israel would start bombing, because we know Iran might not really say that there, Iran is might not be involved. But if if ISIS, um, if we see um, Islamist extremist groups get involved. Um, like Hamas, for example, has a few supporters, probably in other countries. If 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 this gets to a point where Israel might be forced to retaliate, 
at their stops uh, or at their um, at their bases in in Iran, for example, we might see oil prices really shoot. For example, uh, just 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 a theory. So uh, this is something that in in turn in 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 the whole turn might be able to affect a lot in terms of market activity. Not only just from a standpoint, but you see foreigners control a lot of our activity on the market. If if there's something that can that is likely to affect, because you see, if Israel would probably be hit, then the US might be able to might be involved. And if they're involved, uh, then that means we might see a reduction in foreign investment in foreign investors, because guys would now start trading cautious. Because uh, guys, guys would probably ask themselves, how long will this be able to continue? Um, is, is, is my country safe? Is my, are my investments really safe? Offshore, in, in, in whichever country it is. So these are things that, that usually happens and many investors, you need to be prepared about them in case, just in case that they happen. So um, outlook for the week, <coughs> outlook for the week would really be on activity in, in the major counters. I'm looking at Bamburi and Bamburi is down about 3.18%. Uh, Capturity is down about 2.7%. Uh, Stanbic has released their Q1 results, the Q1 numbers. And, and, and Stanbic is down right now at about 2.14% uh, on the market. I think it would just be interesting just for guys to just have a little bit of a look. Uh, so Stanbic, how the company has performed is um, for the Q1 results. The net interest income yeah, is up about 5% on the on, uh, for the company. The profit after tax, um, the, and this is quarterly, is at 23%. The loan loss provision definitely down. And we expect this to probably go across board. Um, the loan loss provision for Stanbic is about 1.2%. The customer deposits is up about 11%. Uh, definitely for quarterly results, there is no dividend that has been declared on that so we'd really continue to watch as well the activities that are likely to happen this week is we'll be looking at a few companies here and there uh, that are probably just moving up uh, we'll be hoping for governments to be able to we're looking at this for for banks sorry not governments for banks to be able to continue releasing the q1 results so also another thing that I'd really want to know in your thoughts is which companies are you are you looking up to over the week so that you can be able to probably just have an outlook as well. Um, and I know that on the content calendar, which is coming up with the HISA app, we'll be able to give you guys a few of these things so that you need to know them in advance. Like when a company is due to release their, um, their results, for example. So uh, I guess if Davis was here, we'd have extended this conversation to a very long 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 discussion as usual so but for today i won't be able to take the hour because um I'm, I'm i'm just here uh i'm just giving guys the data just as usual we'll keep this markets monday and davis will be able to join us uh over the next um, in, in the next week on, on markets monday so those of you who've been able to join us on the live recording thank you all um it, it's a very um cozy morning so i'd really wish you guys a lovely week ahead. Thank you all and bye-bye.